asked along to get deals, different ways to get listings, different tactics and strategies. I'm glad to talk about them. But today we want to step back a little bit and make a conversation about building a business. You know, in every kind of business, there are people whose job it is to generate sales, uh, telemarketers and salespeople and cashiers and such. As entrepreneurs, though, we can get caught up in the business, the busyness of the activity, and forget that the goal is to create a business that runs without us. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about those kinds of systems and strategies in building a probate real estate business, whether you're an agent or investor or an attorney. Are you doing the things that lead to you building a business rather than just creating your own job for yourself? So I'm Bill Gross. This is Probate Weekly. We do this every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, and we also live stream it onto YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, other social media. If you're watching live on one of those, um, I'll catch your notes in the chat uh, live and try to respond to them as best I can. And if you're in the Zoom call, we'd love to have you register at probateweekly.com, come in on the Zoom and participate. What I will say is this is meant to be participative. The more you participate, the more you share, ask questions, help other people, the more you're going to get out of it as a, as a business person. Um, and just by way of uh, sharing along the way, there's some free resources that I want to make sure you guys take advantage of. We have a Facebook group, Probate Experts. I went over 2,600 members there. And we have, it's just amazing to me how many, and I, of course, I post my content there, but we get people all the time who ask questions, whether they be petitioners or attorneys in some cases. Um, there's a lot going on there. So I'd love to have you, there's no charge to participate, uh, join the, the Probate Experts Facebook group, and love to see you there. And then this uh, this program, Probate Weekly, all the episodes are at episodes.probateweekly.com. And so when you go to the episodes, you'll see the past episodes as well. And then additional program we have is getprobate.cash, getprobate.cash, every Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. And there we talk about how to use probate advances to build your business, help your clients build their business as well. So um, again, I want this to be participating. If you ask questions, I'll get to them if you ask in the chat box or in the Zoom. But I wanted to start today to, to ask the question, are you you know, working for a paycheck or commission check or building a business? Are you working for your next flip or your next commission or your next profit on a deal or your next billable hours if you're an attorney? Or are you building a business? And that's the critical distinction we want to be looking for in the long run. There's certain activities we do that generate business. And what are they? They're generally talking to people who need our service or people who know people who need our service, right? So most commonly for realtors, that means either families, petitioners, administrators, executors, or people can refer us to them, attorneys or other vendors and such. And we want to do it in a purposeful way that generates business for us, that positions us in a way that we can deliver the goods. But some of those activities can be automated. Some of those activities can be leveraged. And when I started in real estate, the mistake I made was, like a lot of people, I came up through the Mike Ferris system and a lot of great fundamentals. But the challenge there was that they taught us to uh, cold call three hours a day, whether it be on the phones or door knocking. And it works in some regards. The problem with it, it does work in some regards. Uh, talk to enough people, you're bound to get some business. There's a couple of problems with it though. Number one, 95% of people won't do what it takes to be successful in that area. So if you're just starting out, that's a very difficult way to go. To start cold calling, if you haven't done it, is a very challenging activity. And as I many coach people to do that, that's why Mike Ferry, when you go to the retreat every year, he asks how many people are here for the first time, it's over half the room. Because for having done that for 30 years, most people just won't do it in the long run. 
number one. Number two, the problem is it can be a grind. It, it ends up being like a job. If you have to show up every day and spend three hours doing something you don't like to do, um, then it becomes a job. And you know the goal here is to do something you enjoy doing, maybe not all the time, but a good part of the day. And that can be difficult. The third part is I think that it sets you up for failure in that if your goal is to constantly talk to strangers, you're very rarely going to get people who call you up and say, hey, so-and-so refer me to you. I'm ready to sign the list of agreement. What do I have to do? You don't get people who start off the conversation trusting you, liking you, appreciating you. You always talk, you always have to get over that initial hump in the conversation and the relationship. And so that's the challenge of cold calling, is it it both is it doesn't work for most people. For a few that it does, it becomes a burnout. And then for the fewer that actually do it and last long, uh, they end up being so addicted to it, they never get the extra time to build a business. I'll share with you an example. Recently, I have a client who I've done a lot for. I've moved mountains for her. We connected her with the attorney, I got her in advance, I helped secure the property. I walk her through the paperwork, help get her bonded, help her through the bonding application paperwork, help her get a second advance because she needed it for her family. And she's cold called by an agent who I know. And I don't want to say her name, but it's an agent came through Mike Ferry. And one reason why Mike Ferry agents love probate is because when you do expire listings, theoretically, the software pulls out current listings. We as realtors are not supposed to call other um, people already listed with other agents. And part of why probate realtors love calling probates is even when the property is listed, they don't know it's been listed because their software doesn't check it. And so this agent was talking to my customer who said, oh, are you listed with? She told her my name. And the agent recognized, said, oh, I know him. Didn't say I had coached her, didn't say we were friends, just said, I know him. And then went on and continued to, to use my client's term, badger her to list the property with her that I wasn't doing it properly. Now here we're in escrow, I got her a great price and did it, did a really good job for her. But the point is, why would somebody who's been in the business a long time and make a lot of money, violate the ethics of real estate, kind of degrade themselves in that way, have to be dishonest about it? And this lady, you know her, you see the stress in her business and her business has just been declining because as you get older, it's hard to put that three hours in every day uh, if you didn't make enough money to retire and you still have to do it, it's a tough way to make a living. And the answer is, of the few people who will actually do the cold calling, very few will stick with it over time. The few that do over time, it really degrades you. I think it degrades your personality to call people all the time as strangers. And, you know, I, I like some of you, I, I listen in on other companies coaching in probate real estate. And, you know, the companies talk about they are providing leads for sale. And it's not really they're offering leads, they're offering data. They're giving you a name and a phone number of somebody who may or may not want to sell. But more than that, you know, I would challenge them because 9% of what they're giving their customers are already on the do not call list. You're not really allowed to call them. And we could have a broader discussion on the topic if you want to. But at the end of the day, if you're mislabeling your, your product and you're encouraging people either to violate the law or toe, tiptoe up against that, and 95% of people don't ever do what you tell them to do, at the end of the day, what are you offering? What I'm going to tell you is, I can guarantee you, you can build a business in real estate. And if your interest is in probate, that that'd be a great niche to learn. But the process is talking to people that know, like, and trust you first, or go out and meet people who do that, rather than cold call people who aren't interested. And pick a niche, but bring value to that niche, as opposed to just cold call to get deals from them. 
And what do I mean by that? On a Tuesday call I do, and I just did an interview, it'll be on my YouTube channel. I interviewed the probate nurse out of Tampa, Florida. She was a nurse, she was a realtor. She learned about some adult care facilities. And as a result, started calling on senior facilities. And there's a, there's a whole range of types, skilled nursing, adult living, you know, adult living. There's all kinds of different facilities that maybe aren't all day long getting probate leads, but come across people who need estate planning, guardian questions, conservatorship questions, and probate questions. And by using her skill as a nurse, learning how to talk to people the way she does, she's developing and building a business. Now, obviously, she needs to do more. She should talk to more of those people. She should network where they network. She needs a maintenance system to stay in touch with them, some social media to keep their attention. But what a great niche for business. I know several people who do that. And so I would urge each of you to figure out what strengths you have. The most common one on this call right now, we have 41 people live on the Zoom call and another you know, right now, uh, 20 on social media and probably another 200 they're gonna watch it in the next uh, day or so. Most common asset that you have right now for your business that you're probably not using is if you're a real estate agent who's in the business full-time making a living, all of your past clients and contacts. Because if you really can become a probate expert and learn how to avoid probate, learn the basic forms for probate relative, you just read the forms in California, if you learn how to avoid probate through estate planning, maybe met with an estate planning attorney, learn from them what they do, and then promote them to your database. If you just did that, you'd have more probate business than you would ever know what to do with. And that's how I started. So I want to urge you to think about how can you build a business that will grow and sustain yourself over the long run? And maybe that means having to reorient your activity from chasing a commission check to how are you gonna build a business? I was just talking to one of my friends on the line before we started, and he mentioned that I built a YouTube channel. I've done it on purpose because the YouTube channel, I get um, 18 hours a day of video, people watching me online. I don't work 18 hours a day. I work eight hours a day, five days a week. I'm taking off Friday for a religious holiday tomorrow and Saturday and Sunday, but my YouTube channel is gonna be working for me while I'm gone. Just like the owner of businesses like the Hilton Hotel or Enterprise Rent-A-Car or, or Apple Computer, just like the owners, the stock shareholders or management, they're not selling the product all day long. They have staff that does that for them. We want to build a business that does a lot of the selling for us. Maybe our job is to supplement, to add to, to bring in the high ticket sales. But we need to have systems in place, processes, procedures, so that we can leverage our experience and our database to do some of the work for us as we build a business based in probate real estate rather than just chase a check and chase a commission check. Mark Pradesh says, uh, Rick Harmon is a great mentor in probate. I don't know what happened to him here in California. I, I think he's basically somewhat retired, still does probate-based loans. Uh, Rick is a great guy, has, has a great podcast I urge you all to listen to, The Gordian Knot uh, on uh, podcasts. So that's my message for the day is, what are you doing right now to build your business? And how can I help you? Now, I'm not, you know, I'm not selling you coaching. I'm not selling you a program. I'm not selling you some software. I'm not selling you data. I'm not selling you leads and telling you that they're uh, uh, data and calling it leads. I'm going to sell you the American dream. I'm going to sell you that if you put in a good effort and you're thoughtful about it, 
You can build a fantastic business that can meet you and your financial needs for you and your family. And I'm doing it with you alongside you. I'd love to be your colleague. Uh, I'd love to help you. I'm building a team of people within my organization at XP Realty, but you don't have to. Come on here. The reason I created this call is to work together. You guys who come with us call, give me the leverage. Now, I, I wanted to make one phone call or one of these calls out of about five or six, kind of like a coaching call opportunity. I do on another, for another organization, a coaching call weekly. That's for subscribers. But I want to make myself available uh, to do that here on this call once every five or six weeks, maybe. Um, but but I want to do this together. I want us to work together. You guys have given me, I guess I just need to thank to thank you, those who come on the call, those who watch on YouTube, those who like on YouTube, please feel free to like it. Those who subscribe on YouTube, thank you for subscribing. You give me the leverage to be able to talk to attorneys and have them want to come on the show as guests. It's not even hard to get them. I just need to make a couple phone calls once in a while. And I get to learn so much. A bond guy we had on recently, the probably advanced people we've had on recently. We have upcoming attorneys in a couple of different states. I've learned about Boston and I've learned about Philadelphia last week. All because the support you've given me that we've gotten together to on this journey to learn to be better than the other realtors that call themselves probate experts, but don't know anything about what they're doing. So thank you for all these support. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you for those who come to the Facebook group and, and, and ask for questions. Though Thank you to those who answer questions there and help people and have helped create this resource. So how can I help you guys say build your business? Who has a victory they want to share or who has a challenge you want to share or maybe a setback you want to get off your chest and, and complain about? I'd love for you to share in your, those on the Zoom call, your networking information so we can do business with you. Thank you, Mark Pedroza. Feel free to put your name, your address, contact info, what market you're in so we can do business with you. Um, so, But who here would like to share or how can I help you guys build your business today? Anybody? No? It's real quiet today. How could that be? Well, you know, you guys just anxious to get out for the weekend? So, Bill, since I, I was going to kind of sit quiet, since this is more of a real estate thing than a probate thing than than a lawyer thing, um, but maybe I can get people talking. <laughs> My the problem I'm having, I do real estate law, but for some reason, no matter how many times I say it, people always think landlord tenant. And I don't know how much more direct I can be when I literally say, like when I stand up at a meeting or something, I say, I don't do landlord tenant, but I still get calls for landlord tenant. So I'm at a loss as to how to, you know, get rid of those calls, get rid of those emails or people reaching out through my website or whatever. Um, that's, that's my thing. Maybe, you know, Maybe someone has an idea and, and then the next person can talk about probate. Well, I think it's the same thing. I think you're right on point in terms of building a business, right? So I only have that particular, but as a real estate agent, for example, I get leads of things I don't want. I don't deal with leases and I really don't work with buyers unless they're buying my listing. Unlike most realtors, I don't want, if you call me on a listing and want to buy another property like it, not that one, I'm not going to put my car and drive around and show it to you. I just don't do that as a business. Nothing wrong with it. It's just not the best use of my time. But what I've learned is 
if that's the flow of, of leads coming in, the question I would ask you is, is there a value to that deal flow coming into you? Is there a value, not to you and your business, and that you should handle it legally, but there's a way you can monetize that by referring to somebody who would appreciate that. And so, so that's, a, that's the thing. I, I mean, I, I get calls all the time for various things that I don't do uh, right. because I'm, I'm known. Um, and I have very good places to send other people, you know, other attorneys that I know who do all kinds of law. Yeah. There, there's no one I, you know, it's like <laughs> there's plenty of people doing the work, but I don't know any of them. And, and uh, like literally three, my last three are people that I've referred landlord tenant things through to over the last year or so, all three of them have left that, you know, so I don't really have anyone to send them to. I would love to be able to do that. Right. Um, and I'm not just going to like, if someone like, let's say, let's say someone on here said, oh, I know this attorney is great at landlord tenant. His name's Joe Blow. Well, I don't know Joe Blow, so I'm not going to refer to him because if I refer to him, I don't know him. Maybe I can try and get to know him, but as it stands right now, I don't know anyone in that space, so well, I'm not comfortable referring to anyone. Yeah, I don't think I would refer to anybody. I think you know, I see all the time, and you see this too, Jack. Uh, for those of you on the call, in my Facebook group, and then I have another group within EXP. Uh, some you put on there. Uh, I'd like refer attorney referral in you know such and such city, and then five agents will refer a name. But they don't know what the person's looking for. Or I need a probate attorney in Orange County. Okay, does that mean you need a probate attorney to file a probate? Do you need one to litigate a probate? Do you need, is it really a trust? Is it a guardianship or conservatorship? Uh, you know, what is it you really need? And because the answer would be different based on what your needs are. It's the same, same situation. And I feel like I want, I want to be where those people ask those questions. I think that maybe the opportunity for you is to spend some time looking for the right answer. I mean, if you went into attorneys groups, bar, you know, I know in the LA County, there's a, a listserv. And um, I think for you to say, hey, you know, I specialize in real estate law specifically, you know, whatever you do, partitions and uh, lot line disputes, you know, you listen to what you do do. I got a lot of inquiries on landlord tenant issues and I just don't know who to refer to. And I think if, if every attorney in LA knew, here's what you do do, if you're looking for somebody who does that, I think that'd be a good thing. So I, I think that that it might be more productive than going to a real estate investment group. And I love seeing you when I went to the CISO. I love seeing you at the event in Culver City. But I would imagine that for you to talk to attorneys who could refer you business, to show that you're at the center of this deal flow, that you, you're, it's, like, it's like you're the prettiest girl in the prom. Everybody's going to want to know who you are. So, and it shows a, a desire to refer out rather than just a desire looking inbound for referrals. So I, I think I would really, I don't know I know the answer, but I think I would, the questions look like, how can you um, search for the right person in a way that helps your other business? I think it just does naturally. If you're really looking to help those prospective clients of another attorney, and you're looking for another attorney who would appreciate those deals, somehow, you put that together, it's gonna work out for the good for you, I think. So uh, I, I, I'm sure there's places the trees go. I, you're not maybe in the LA County bar, or maybe you are, or maybe there's nothing, there's an equivalent in the Valley where you are. But I imagine that that discussion topic, I, I don't do this, who, do, who would you refer to? I see that in the LA County bar all the time for referrals for different specialties and things like that. Now I will yeah. say that the challenge of tenant specifically is, 
typically tenants who want representation don't want to pay anything. They just want to be deadbeats and need somebody to help them be a bigger deadbeat. That's a challenge uh, in our in our economy. And the city of LA, I believe, is actually going to be offering free legal services now. Instead of making go to a nonprofit, the city is actually going to have city um, city resources available for people. So that's a whole nother mess we're getting into. Yeah, I had I had someone who was a tenant who got my name from a referral source and really wouldn't give up and really wanted to hire me. And I said, and I finally said, I said, I, I don't do that kind of law. I don't do, I did it in the past. I don't do it anymore. I don't, I'm not the right lawyer for you. You got to find, and they just kept bad. I said, okay, hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Didn't hear from him again. So that yeah. was, yeah. Well, Again, I think, and there's also your time versus doing it. That's kind of why I like the Facebook group to kind of feel, feel, um, ferret out those questions and refer them out a little more time effectively, right? That they can ask a question and other people might jump in and answer the question as well. But I, I think that uh, obviously it'd be great if you met the right person who was the answer to that. I think it's worth spending some time asking, you know, your resources. Yeah, you know, my, my it, it, it sort of, opposite side of the coin that I'm dealing with. Like I do spend time trying to find the right person. I'm in a lawyer networking group. I'm in other networking groups where there's lawyers and I, that, that part I'm working on. <clears throat> and like I said, the last three people who I found disappeared, you know, they, they left the space or one went in house. And so they don't do it. I was more talking about, I guess, you know, from the, the building standpoint is my messaging. And maybe there's nothing I can do about it. Maybe it's just, it, you hear real estate lawyer and everyone thinks landlord tenant and there's nothing you can do about it, no matter how many times you say it until you're blue in the face. I would say so. Um, I would say so. That's, to me, that, that it, it seems obvious. Maybe you need to narrow down instead of real estate lawyer, you know, what, what words can use alternatives that are more clear and what that is. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you haven't seen, you've seen my spiel a couple times maybe, but I mean, I'm, my spiel's pretty tight <laughs> and still, and it doesn't mention the word landlord tenant, except if I ever say, by the way, I don't do landlord tenant, but I do do this, 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 and this, and it still happens. Anyway, I don't want to monopolize the whole time. No, here. but I, th I think that's important. I think it's a great, great example. Look, Chuck, I, I like and appreciate you. I'd love to do free business. And and you're right. I've heard you several times, and I'm not clear on what you do do. Though I've sent you a couple, you know, uh, prospective referrals. I have a sense of what you do do. I'm sure I sent you a couple wrong pieces too. And even if I think it's right, you know, in one case I sent you what I thought was a real estate issue it was more of a probate issue than a real estate issue. So sometimes you can think it's right, and then then you find out that it's wrong. But I I don't think we can ever stop thinking about how do we refine our message. So our customers hear it more clearly. I'll just share with you, wherever in the call, I'm actually re refining my branding where, you know, for all the things I did, my email was bill at the L uh, at the LA, I'm sorry, bill at the LA probate expert.com. And I'm using a new domain. I'm kind of rolling it out here shortly. Um, bill gross probate.com. And uh, all my messaging, my social media was at bill gross exp is now going to be all um, at bill gross probate so that, my name of probate is the one word that you're going to think about, hopefully, when you hear my name. So I think, you know, and, and that's going to cost time and effort and energy to get that all lined up. And I'm just saying that as a business person, I think we're, we should be constantly thinking about how do I refine my messaging and make it more clear. In, in your case, also, as a friend and somebody who would love to refer you more business, 
I think you, you know, we have to look at how do I supplement that with like your background. You have a beautiful background, but it doesn't say anything about real estate law or the types of real estate specifically that you do do, or you know, social media posts or other other tools you might think about using and refining down what people think of you as. So I would say either enjoy the the the, the deal flow and figure out how to make it productive, or maybe look at refining your messaging and being more clear to help people get it. Because as somebody who would who knows you and likes you and trusts you and would love to see your business, you know, it took me a while to figure out exactly what you do do and what you don't do. And I'm, I'm sure I crossed that line accidentally a couple of times and you forgave me for it. And here we are. So. Okay. Maybe I need to, maybe I need to add, uh, get a new domain, and include Bruins in it. No, don't do that. <laughs> for sure. That I can say as a professional would be death. Don't do that, please. Yeah. I have to ban you from the call and it would be uh, great. Okay. Well, thank uh, Jack. Always. Thanks for participating. So we've got a couple chat questions here. Um, I've got quite a few here. Um, Mark Pedroza with a whole big mess with multi-states. Mark, all I can say is with that, buddy, good luck, man. Uh, that's what, I'll keep you young. Um, Shia says, what are the steps a beneficiary can take if the executor refuses to provide any documents related to the assets in real estate? Investments and says that she doesn't have to provide any until probate is complete. Shauna, um, I don't know if you can jump in the call here and ask questions, but I would say, what first off, it always whenever you ask a question, you always mention what state it's in because the laws are going to vary from state to state. In California, uh, all of the probate stuff, not a guardianship or conservatorship or trust, but all probates are basically public and the documents are available to review. So if it's in Los Angeles County or locally, reach out to me. Maybe I can help you look up that information and, and figure out what those documents are because I often, it surprises me how many times I find um, customers will call me upset and frustrated that they can't get information. I can just look online and um, figure out what that what that information is. So I don't know if that helps, but I would say if you want to reach out to me personally, I'd be glad to try to help research. If it's in California, for sure. If it's in LA, 100% for sure we can look it up. Um, on trust, it's different because you use the word beneficiary, not heir. Normally, beneficiary would be in a trust. And we've had on this call several different trust attorneys to talk about the requirements of a executor I'm sorry, a trustee of a trust, and there's certain documents and certain um, procedures that they have to share with both heirs and people who presumptively would be heirs that might not be. So that you can get from an attorney. Again, if you suspect a certain amount of assets, we could talk about finding an attorney that might you know um, take on and help you get that process started. But if it's a probate, because that's the word you used, then I'd say reach out to me and I'd be glad to try to research for you and see what's available online for you. Um, so Rodney says that he's never owned a house or invested in real estate. Um, uh, what do you recommend to me who's just getting started to focus on? Uh, and why have I chosen to focus on probate? It's a good question. So Rodney, the reason I got involved in probate was I went through it basically, or did, or avoided it successfully. My father passed, my mother passed, and then my father-in-law and mother-in-law passed. And I just saw, you know, I knew a little bit about it as a result of that as a realtor I'd come across a couple of deals. But I think I saw how it really just disrupted families, financial wealth and you know, well-being. And as a real estate agent, when I was relaunching my business a little over four years ago, I was looking for well, what niche can I get into? What specialty can I get into? 
that both I think there's a market for and um, matched up with my strengths. And I think that I, while I'm not an attorney, I have a pretty good understanding for a layperson of the of the law and how to understand it. And I also knew a lot of attorneys, um, and so um, it was just a natural fit for me. Um, so anyhow, I hope that helps. If you're a real estate agent looking to get launch your business, reach out to me on my social media. Be glad to spend some time with you to help you kind of do some business planning and give you some suggestions of where you can go. Uh, Annabelle, welcome. Um, okay, I think we got those questions. And then on the social media, and again, if you're on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn Live, you can ask questions. I'll pick those up live here right now. Um, Burnett says, how do you get recorded probate info from the county website. It varies by county, Bernadette, but you can get a lot of information online. Um, as a real estate agent, we subscribe to public records data as far as the deeds and such on a property. And then as far as probate, most counties that's available publicly, some online, some you have to go into the court to get. So it just depends on what county you're in. If you reach out, I'd be more glad to help you with that. And uh, Robert says, uh, well, no integrity. I don't remember what you're referring to. Robert, but um, boy, real estate, uh, yeah, there's a lot of no integrity, definitely in real estate in general. Okay, uh, good, Ryan, I hope that's your question. Glad, glad to hear that. Okay, other questions, challenges, problems, successes? Anybody wanna share something that's worked for you this week? Um, did I share with you guys the, the, uh, the um, listing I got last week? I think, we're, I don't think I did. I'll share with you what I'm going to call the, if you, anybody here remember the wide world of sports, if you remember the wide world of sports, put it on the chat box. Uh, if you remember the thrill of victory and the, and I'll leave a blank and let's see if you really remember the wide world of sports. So in real estate, sometimes we have both those sides as well. So on one hand, I can say the agony of defeat. Yeah, not the feet, the agony of defeat. Very good. Um, so I'll show you guys kind of the flow of victory and the agony of defeat. So on one hand, I have a brutal listing. I have to advance a bunch of money. The decedent passed in the property. I'd have a hazmat to clean it out. Um, the customer is, lives in abject poverty. I have to send somebody to his house to get papers signed. It's just a brutal, brutal listing. The paralegal's not gotten the paperwork filed, I think, in a timely manner, so we don't have full authority yet. We're still working off limited authority. We're trying to get it flipped to make it easier to sell. Just a in every regard, it's been a brutal listing. Yet, I put a sign in front of that house. A guy called me up one day and said to me, hey, I see you have a sign. It's a block down the street. I have a listing. I want to get this property sold. And we had a 10-minute conversation. I'm sure part of it was I sounded competent. And I sent him the paper five minutes later on DocuSign. And within a half hour, I went from returning a phone call to having a listing signed. That's the, the thrill of victory. And then that one goes bad. I put a sign, of course, in that one, and the HOA manager tears down my sign saying that it didn't comply with the HOA, even though I read the HOA rules to him and it did comply. He actually called the HOA president, called me back and said, no, we've changed the rules now. <laughs> this is apply. So, um, you know, real estate is the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. I mean, it just goes back and forth as fast as you can see it. And um, I think that you have to look at that as a game and you want to play the game to win. And that means just like you know any athlete, you don't win every game. Uh, the greatest athletes in the world lost plenty of games, but they showed up the next day and did the best they could. And uh, the key is the next day, go back to work, go back to your training or your practice or nutrition or running, or whatever you have to do. And I really think it's the same thing that I have good days and bad days. I have days that 
you know, I get paid good money and the other days that you have expenses I don't expect, but I have certain systems I follow every day that keep me in the business. And I think for, this goes back to the original talk, which is, you know, business has certain procedures and processes that go on day in, day out. And you have to have the same thing in your business if you're running a business. If not, if you're just chasing commissions, you'll get discouraged and quit when it gets difficult. Yeah. Mariah asked a question, how am I generating probate leads? Um, great question. So I would say that my focus is on referrals. I started uh, going to court every day. When I started my probate business four years ago, March, I wrote a business plan that was, I was going to prospect three hours a day. And my way of prospecting was going to the LA County Courthouse. I live about half hour away. And I'd gone there to scope it out. And I saw kind of an opportunity. And I went there every day for three hours. My goal was to come back. Having met 1.5 people on average, I worked out the numbers. If I met 1.5 people, got a name, address, phone number, and email, that I would achieve my goals. And that's exactly what happened. And then uh, I guess about three years ago, COVID stopped that. And uh, so after a year of building up a business and having great results, I think I had 25 or so pending escrows, um, I had to put the brakes on, start over again. And so I changed to, I started this Zoom call. In its prior format, it was a conference call. And then I started interviewing people that I wanted to try to earn referrals from, both to learn about the business and to promote their business to help them as attorneys or referral sources, help them with their business, figuring it would work out well for me. And so I built a YouTube channel and I built this. I think this is the largest probate real estate uh, call uh, in the country. So I built this up. Uh, and as a result, I've built out a national network of uh, contacts and referral sources that I get business from attorney services, vendors, other agents in my company. I uniquely chose to work at EXP Realty. It's one company nationally. And so I do get referrals from other EXP agents around the country, which is great. And I can also refer business out to them around the country, which is great. So today my business is almost all online. And that means uh, YouTube interviews. Uh, this podcast, I do two or three other podcasts as well. So that's a short summary to a lot of things. I'll give you one little little taste of what does that really mean? I mean, people ask me, what do you do? And and my first reaction is always, oh my God, what do I do? I work three hours a day to generate business. I, I work hard. So one thing I did was one of my coaches, in fact, I, I recommend everybody here, uh, one of my coaches in networking is Casey Everhart. He has a program called Networking Riches. It's a free weekend program if you want to go to, to learn about it. And then if you want to continue with him, he has a paid program. So he challenged us on the um, he challenged us on one of his networking programs to build our video. And he said the way, you know, you're not going to do it because you're scared. You're not going to do it because you don't like yourself on video. You don't like it because you're bad. He goes, do it every day for 30 days and you'll get better and you'll like it. And I took the challenge on. A couple of us challenged each other to do one video a day for 30 days. And I'll just tell you, after 30 days of doing it every day, you get better. You learn. You make every mistake possible. I've made every video mistake, audio mistake, wiring mistake, lighting mistake, you know, lost files, whatever. But after a while, you know, I got more proficient where I felt comfortable doing it. And oftentimes people say, well, you're so good at interviewing. And the answer is, yeah, in the last you know, four years, I've probably done, I don't know, 500 interviews. So after a while, you get better at it. Uh, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not, you know, whatever. But I, within the confines of real estate agents in Southern California, I've learned how to interview attorneys effectively, I think. 
So I've done that over and over again. I'll give you one little piece though. So on that same coaching group with Casey, he talked about the importance of creating your own kind of destination, Facebook group. Where do people go? So you're driving leads, you, you want to get any people's emails so you can be in relationship and communication with them. And they talk about the importance of having a destination in a Facebook group that, but you have to have their their email address to if they go in so that you can get them out and take them somewhere else if something happens to Facebook. So I started a Facebook group, um, really, I think about, I mean, know how long ago, I want to say it was four or five months ago. And we have 2,600 members in, which is crazy. Um, and I have real leads coming in through that now, which is crazy. It's just, to be honest, I can't answer all the questions on there. And some of those questions are leads and referrals every day. I have, I have one of my team members now who's a, a moderator to help me with that because I didn't realize how many, you know, I was getting, I'm getting 40 people joining it every week. And so when it started, a couple of people I knew and hi, how you doing? It's nice to see you. But when you get 40 people a week, you start getting four and five comments a day that you have to approve and some need to get some answers. It becomes a lot. So to answer your question, I do a lot of things. I leverage a lot of technology. I leverage a lot of the internet. Um, but I spend th three hours a day working on lead generation. I just don't cold call. I mostly interview people and then I work with my team to help generate more business using technology and services. Okay, so let's see here. Oh, I'm on the, uh, YouTube is blowing up. Thank you. Uh, Pamela remembers the Wide World Sports. Pamela, I don't think you're old enough to remember the Wide World Sports. Um, what are the systems that you use daily in probate? So in terms of lead generation, um, <clears throat> so one thing I do, for example, I have this call. And my goal is to have an interviewee, uh, you know, a guest every week. Well, you got to make phone calls to line up those guests and confirm the guests and thank them afterwards after they've been on. So one of my weekly tasks is to fill this call. And that forces certain daily phone calls I have to make. But I have multiple um, podcasts I do. And so each one of those, I have to call people to get them on. So instead of cold calling, hi, would you send me business? I'm cold calling an attorney and saying, hey, I have a YouTube channel on probate. And I'd love to interview you on my YouTube channel. And then I'd you know, like how that went. Can I have you come on my uh, podcast? So that's one of the deal activities is calling people, filling the guest slots on those various calls. And I do that regularly. Um, and then different vendors. You know, I, my goal was to is to um, know everybody in the probate, advanced uh, probate, advanced inheritance space. So I've called every company and I've worked with a bunch of them. I've sent business to a bunch of them. I have one in particular that I'm more aligned with, but in general, uh, but I'll call them and just ask them about their business, try to interview them. I use the interview as a way to help promote them and, and learn from people as well. So those are my daily systems. Um, are there any live auctions or is it all online? There are live auctions, um, I believe, but most of the live auctions also have an online component. Uh, there's live auctions in court, Maggie, if you're interested in LA County, we can talk about what that might look like. Reach out to me. Uh, and different counties have court confirmation cells that have auctions there. There's also sheriff cells that are live, but there's not very many of them. But the um, notice of default trustee sale auctions are Norwalk and Hotel. Those are live, though people come in online as well. Pamela asks, are there other than attorneys and agents for probate leads? I would say yes. I would say uh, people who refer adult communities, I would say wealth um, wealth advisors, uh, accountants, um, anybody who deals with anybody. I think you need to find where you fit as a niche 
uh, I have a, a program where I do the 11 different ways to generate business and probate. And I go into depth as to who those networking people would be. Real estate investors is another one. So there's a lot of different people that you can go to just to call the filings of the probates or just the attorneys, I think would be short-sighted. There's so many other people, if you think about the process that you can reach out. Um, Mark asks for contact information for Casey Everhart. So I'm gonna put in the chat box, the link to Networking Riches, which is his program that he does, I think once a month. It's free, it's a two day networking program. I try to go, it's usually on Saturday, Sunday, so I only go to it um, usually on Sunday for a little bit because I can't work on Saturdays. But I put it in the Facebook if you're there and in the Zoom, I'll put it in the link as well for everybody. So if you want to go to Networking Riches, uh, there's a affiliate link, though he doesn't charge anything for it, so I don't get paid for it, but feel free to um, to go there. And I think it would, uh, I recommend to all my clients, because why, Bill, why do you do that? Because uh, if all my clients learn how to better network, they would all make more money, they'd all do more business, and I would end up getting more opportunities for referrals. So I really recommend to everybody to go to the Networking Riches program. And there's the, um, let me get it added in there, add show show okay there it is in the in the link i'll put in the link uh, down below as well but yeah case everhart's fantastic program networking riches uh it's free and and so uh he has a program where if you go to networking riches and want to continue you can choose to pay and participate in his platinum and circle platinum inner circle which i do and in fact we have a coaching call today at five um that goes a little more intimate more in a little more detail but the program he does on Saturday and Sunday really covers, I think, the wide breadth of what, what you do to create uh, a networking business. And really, real estate is a networking business and how to delegate effectively and how to think about um, your message and using systems technology to, um, to leverage all that. Okay, Maria says, thank you. Good. Um, Chris asks, is there a site where I can get the interpretation of court documents filed? I access the court summaries where the list of documents filed. However, some of the documents I don't know how to interpret. Chris, I don't know when you say interpret, you mean it's not in English? Translate? Um, for my money, most of the documents are, I mean, I read them enough now where I understand what they are. Maybe you give an example. I know you and I have, you have my email. Yeah, uh, Bill, yeah. yeah, I don't know what they are. I'm trying to find an example, but I don't find any good examples, but I don't know what they are, some of them. So, for example, here's one. It says subsequent, and then in parentheses, pro 037. I don't know what that is. Where are you getting that from? Uh, this is from the uh, Los Angeles County Court Summary. Just go in there and enter the case number, and then it gives you the list of documents. Well, then there's also like on the right, there's a preview. You can see the first page of it, right? Um, well, no, I don't see that. Um, you know, let's do this offline. Why don't you call me, set up a time, and I can walk you through maybe um what that what you're looking at how's that sound that sounds perfect yeah my calendar I'm on my website just say calendar appointment and uh book a 15-minute zoom call and we'll i'll walk you through we could, i can see what you're looking at okay okay it's a little technical for most people here okay thank, thank you. you that's a great question thank you so much um sarah gallo is a broker in Fairfield county connecticut you know i'd love talked about i would love to um interview a real estate agent in Connecticut on probate sales. So if you're interested, Sarah, reach out to me and let's set a time and do an interview on um, probate in Connecticut. I think it'd be fascinating to, I always like to learn about different states. I think there's there's some cases, different terminology and words, 
but the principles are always the same. I think that's really important to learn those. And Pamela says, can you join the Facebook group? Yeah, anybody can join the Facebook group. You, don't, you know, I, I would like to say there's some sort of special criteria, but um, let me see if I get the link here to share. I don't know, I'll copy a link, there we go. Okay, so uh, reply, there's a link to the Facebook group in YouTube, if you guys wanna see it, and then in the Zoom call as well, there's a link to the Facebook group. Love to have you participate. There's a link, or you can just go to Facebook and go to Probate Experts, and love to see you guys there. And if you join, just post something, say hi. Feel free to pro, and then what I would say is, you know, every, Casey talks about this as networking riches. In fact, we hosted him. I hosted an event the first Friday of the month for real estate agents in Diamond Bar. It's, it's a Friday morning, nine to 12, breakfast, coffee. And our guest this coming month will be Casey Eberhardt live for free on uh, June 2nd in Diamond Bar. And when he was there last month, he gave a brief overview of how to use social media effectively to build your network. And, and just like Gary Vaynerchuk talks about you know, give value, give value, give value nine times before you ask for anything. I say do the same thing in the probate experts group. You know, if you if you record something of value about YouTube, host it. You know, share your value and then ask for referrals. But too often I see people going to post and say, hey, send me your listings in, in my county. Well, why would I do that? You haven't given anything and you haven't demonstrated your ability uh, to do the job. So Okay, so if you're pending, uh, I'm sure we'll get you approved. I think I know the guy who approves you. In fact, there you are. I'm going to approve you right now just to do it. How's that? You know what? I'm going to approve everybody just because I can do it. I'm not going to get fired. Okay, thank you, sir. Look forward to, to for anybody on there. Look forward to um, playing with you in the Facebook group, and hopefully it's productive. And if you have suggestions to make it more productive, let me know. I will say this. I was talking to one of my good friends, Nina. She's on my team, and she's one of the moderators. And she made a point that... I, I hate to put, I don't like those um, pin posts with rules. I feel like the school mom when I do it, but in probate specifically, if you're gonna ask a question, put the state in your question and even also maybe the county, because so often the answer to your question will be dependent on what state you're in. The answer to many questions in California are different than Texas or some other state. And, and so often I'll see people ask questions and I'll go back and ask them all, what state are you in? So. If you do ask questions, feel free. Uh, and then again, try to bring value. Use this as a place to share your value. If you know all of you, I believe, everybody on this call, even Jack, who's not a real estate agent, but an attorney, we should all be sharing value with our database, our social media uh, of what we do. Uh, you know, here's a solution a problem you might have. Here is a you know piece of information you might find valuable that I as a professional have curated and determined as a value. Feel free to share that before you ask for referrals. And if we all do that, we'll have a very valuable, um, uh, I think, uh, resource that can help all of us with our business. Okay, I don't see any more questions. Uh, of course, if you have questions, uh, you're watching this live, uh, I've picked them up, but after the fact, I'll catch them as well, or head over to the Facebook group and feel free to post your questions there. And I see that um, Sarah has a, Facebook group um, that she shared in the link with everybody as well. And uh, sure, feel free to join the Greater Danbury Area Rentals. Every real estate agent, I think, should have a Facebook group on whatever it is is their niche or focus specialty. I think an attorney who focuses on real estate should have a Facebook page that describes exactly what their particular narrow focus is. And it's a place to gather your 
customers, clients, prospects, and a place where you can distribute the value you have to people who need help in your area of expertise. So that's what I've done with this Facebook group. I'd love you to participate with me as well. Okay, I think we're up to the hour. Was this coaching call helpful? Is doing this once in a while um, of benefit rather than just an interview? hope so. Uh, thumbs up if yes or yes or no. Let's be honest. If you're not, I know the next three or four hours schedule, I generally try to get somebody scheduled every week, but one out of five or six cancel, and I just make that into a coaching call. And hopefully, for those of you who don't have any other coaching, that can be a benefit to you. So good. Thank you. It seems like the, the it seems like it was positive. So I'm glad to do that. Okay, good. So we're going to wrap up again. Just a reminder today, I mentioned a few times more than usual, our Facebook group is probate experts. I'd love to have you go there and continue the conversation and I'm approving people left and right and uh, go there to ask questions, go there with suggestions, go there and post information of value and go there and answer other people who have questions about their probate issues as well. And then this is probate weekly. Uh, you can go to episodes.probateweekly.com to see the past episodes or register probateweekly.com if you wanna come on the Zoom call or watch it live on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube and you like it, please give me a like and or subscribe. We appreciate the feedback. If you have suggestions how to make it better, or you don't like it, put a comment in the chat box. Give me some information. I'll be glad to try to make it better if I can. And then also on Wednesdays, I host probateweekly.com. I'm sorry, get probate cash. Uh, I host that every week. And that's a way to learn about the inheritance advance as a tool to help you and help your clients be more successful in the business. And I think we covered everything. So thank you, everybody. We do this every uh, Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. We live stream it as well, YouTube and Facebook. I appreciate all your help today. Thank you so much, everybody.